Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Sports Are Your Friend, where sports are fun and not all takes are best served hot. We've got an exciting Week 14 slate in the NFL this weekend, so let's get started. As we said, we've got an exciting Week 14 slate in the NFL this weekend. Probably the best story this year, Alex Smith. Comeback Player of the Year, for sure. They should rename the award for him. Having a little bit of a revenge game. Going to play his first ever team, the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco favored by three and a half points. It'll be an interesting not return home for Alex Smith with that game being played in Arizona due to the local restrictions in San Francisco. Also a little bit of a Kyle Kyle Shanahan revenge game. He was, of course, the offensive coordinator for Washington when his dad was the head coach. Over under at 43.5, so Vegas is not anticipating a very exciting game. I think San Francisco ends up winning it, really just because Washington is following their model of drafting defensive linemen every year until you have a good defense. It seems to be paying off for Washington, but I, I don't know that they are, I don't think the student will, will beat the master here yet. So I have San Francisco winning that game. I think it will be, will be good. One note on Alex Smith, though, it's not just an impressive that he's come back from, from the horrific injury. He's also hitting career-high numbers, including 390 yards against Detroit, his single-game career-high. He's got 15 career 300-yard games, two of them this year. So Alex Smith has done more than just come back and make it on the field. He's actually playing exceptional football. Another return home, Titans going to visit Jacksonville, Derrick Henry, D. Hember, if you will, is from Uly, Florida, which is just outside of Jacksonville. Strangely enough, though, Derrick Henry has never had a 100-yard game at Jacksonville. Titans are favored by 7.5 in this game, Opening the door to a lot of Derrick Henry touches there, over under at 52.5, one of the higher totals of the week, probably just because the Titans' defense has been so bad. I am a Titans fan, for anyone that does not know that listening. I think they win here. Um, But Jacksonville gave them a pretty good run for their money back in September, so they could keep it close. I don't know if I would... uh, Take the cheese on that 7.5, but I do think that the Titans come out on top and stay in the lead in the AFC South. We're going to stay on our theme of people returning home. Andy Dalton getting to go back to Cincinnati, the team that drafted him. Sadly enough, not to face up against his replacement, Joe Burrow. That would have been a much more exciting game. Dallas only favored by 3.5, though. Home dogs are normally interesting, but I I don't know that Cincinnati can pull this off. Um, not much more dysfunction than the Dallas Cowboys this year. 
I don't know that they're going to correct that next year, but I think they get a win win here. It was around this time last year that Chicago sports fans were tormented having Patrick Mahomes come into their stadium and win, constantly being reminded that they had picked Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. Will be no different this weekend, welcoming Houston in. They also passed up on the opportunity to draft Deshaun Watson. I think Houston wins this game. They're favored by two, over under at 46 points. It seems like the defense is kind of unraveling a little bit in Chicago. Offense hasn't quite made up for it for whatever reason that is. A lot of people want to blame Trubisky. Personally, I think it might be a little bit more of a naggy thing, but it's going to take a lot of success these next few weeks to save jobs in Chicago, in my opinion. I think there might be a lot of people listing their houses on Zillow before too long there. Next up, New Orleans traveling to Philadelphia. New Orleans favored by 7.5, over under at 43 points. We get our first look at Jalen Hurts as a starter in the NFL. Unfortunately for him, it comes up against one of the better defenses in the league. One of the crazier takes I've heard this week, at least, is that New Orleans might not be ready for it because they have not faced a mobile quarterback yet this year. And while that might be the case on the schedule, it, that just seems like an insane argument to me with Taysom Hill being the starter for them. Surely, anything that the Eagles would try and hope to accomplish using Hertz's mobility would have to resemble something that Taysom Hill can do. A lot of seats are starting to get hot in Philadelphia. I think that Wentz just happened to be the first one to lose his job there. It would be hard to fire Doug Peterson so closely removed from winning the Super Bowl. But something else that I saw this week that stuck out, Malcolm Jenkins making his return to Philadelphia, quoted as saying, I gave everything I had to that city and team. It just wasn't valued that much by the people making decisions. For me, it was about respect. I didn't care what the money was. I wanted to see the respect. I wasn't valued like I thought. That screams that there is some problem higher up than the quarterback. I don't know if that's Doug Peterson. I don't know if that's the GM. But there are some issues there that I think are just going to continue coming out rather than start to be hidden. I think New Orleans wins this game. And I think it continues to be ugly in Philadelphia. I will say that for them to give Jalen Hurts an actual shot, he deserves multiple starts, not just this one. Um, I mean, obviously, if he, if he looks really bad, if they want to pull him later on in the season, whatever, but they are home for the Saints, at Arizona, at Dallas, home for Washington, they have to start planning for the future here. They have to see if they need to try and make it work with Hertz, or if they can revitalize Carson Wentz. The win steal is not going to be 
as untradeable as some people were making it sound, I would not be surprised at all if he ended up in Indianapolis next year, reuniting with Frank Reich. We've got Kansas City returning to Miami, the location that they were hoisting the Lombardi Trophy some 10-ish months ago. Kansas City favored by 7, over under at 50.5. I'm not sure if I'm the only one, but my brain is just having the toughest time realizing that Miami's actually pretty good now. For the past few years, it's felt like if you would have seen Patrick Mahomes at Miami, you would have just gone ahead and chalked it up in the W column. I think that's what happens here, but I don't think that we should undermine what we have in Miami now. Brian Flores is building a really good team. I think that they're going to be successful for years to come. Kansas City, though, cannot afford to get caught looking over the steering wheel. They do have Saints coming up next week, followed by the Falcons and then the Chargers to finish out their schedule. Right now, Pittsburgh still has the one seed since their loss was in the NFC, Kansas City's one loss to an AFC opponent. So Pittsburgh for now has the one seed. Kansas City cannot afford to lose a game. Miami, on the other hand, fighting to get into the playoffs. They've got a tough next four games. Home for the Chiefs this week, home for the Patriots next week, finishing their season at Raiders and then at Bills. Like I said, I think they've got a a really good foundation there in Miami, and I really like what Brian Flores is doing. I don't know that I'm sold on Tua yet, but I also don't know that we've seen enough to really know. I think Kansas City wins this game, but I, I think it ends up being a really good game. Might be a sneaky place for the under if you're if you're so inclined to bet your hard-earned dollars. Arizona travels to New York to play the Giants, who are fresh off beating the Seattle Seahawks in an upset. Arizona favored by three, over under at 45 and a half. I said earlier that home dogs are interesting, and I like the Giants here. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray are going to have some new sparks this week. I think Arizona's offense is getting a little too predictable. The Giants' defense is honestly underrated still at this point. They've got a really good defense playing up there this year. I think Daniel Jones is able to do just enough to overcome what they can do on the other side of the ball. I think if the Giants can beat Seattle with Colt McCoy, they can beat Arizona with Daniel Jones. Green Bay goes to Detroit to face a Lions team, fresh off an interim coach boost, getting the win last week. I think that is over now. Green Bay favored by 8.5, over under at 54.5. I like Green Bay to win. If you're interested in such a thing, the referee crew for this game has been a little stricter than most, so that under might be tantalizing for you. But I think for for Detroit, their best case scenario is to just start looking towards the future. I don't know if Matthew Stafford stays there. I just do know that if if he goes elsewhere, there will be a long list of teams waiting for his services. Green Bay, however, does need to win here. Currently the two seed with the new playoff structure, only the one seed getting a bye. It would be very important for them if they can make teams come to them in Lambeau in January. Minnesota goes to Tampa Bay to face a Buccaneers team fresh off of a late bye. 
think the real story here will be what Tom Brady do we get? What Kirk Cousins do we get? This very well could end up being a blowout one way or another, but I think ultimately the deciding factor will be Dalvin Cook versus the Tampa Bay run defense. It's a situation where it's an unstoppable force meeting an unmovable object, and I think the winner of that will determine the winner of this game. Tampa Bay favored by 6.5 points, over under at 53. I do like Tampa Bay. I just think if one person has to come out on top, I would rather trust Tom Brady than Kirk Cousins for the time being. Denver travels to Carolina in a game that will make most people say, oh yeah, that is a Super Bowl rematch from a few years ago. Panthers favored by 2.5, over under at 45.5. Look, in all seriousness, this game probably won't be super exciting, but I am disappointed. I think it would have been a lot more fun if we could have Christian McCaffrey, who's listed as doubtful, if he was in full health. And I don't believe DJ Moore is going to be able to play this weekend. The Panthers, with all their weapons, it would have been more fun to watch Joe Brady versus Vic Fangio than I think a lot of people would have given it credit for. Matt Rule's another head coach that I think is doing a really good job getting a good foundation set. I could see this game going either way, but I think ultimately I think I have more faith in Matt Rule, the head coach, than I do in Vic Fangio, the head coach. I think Vic Fangio is a a great defensive mind, but I'm not sure that he's cut out for the head coach lifestyle. Actually, that's unfairly negative to Vic Fangio. I think to put it more accurately, John Elway is definitely not cut out to be a GM, so we're not really getting to see what all Vic Fangio could really do with a good team. Phillip Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts go to play the Raiders. Familiar opponent in an unfamiliar location for Phillip Rivers. His first time playing in Las Vegas. This will be an important matchup for the AFC playoff picture with Indianapolis currently the 7 seed and Las Vegas currently the 8 seed. I think this will be another game where it really depends which team shows up. Las Vegas is a team that has beat Kansas City this year. They beat New Orleans this year, and they barely beat the Jets last week. I think we all know what happened there by now. Indianapolis has just been a little bit more consistent, but again, they lost to the Jaguars week one, looked really bad against the Titans without DeForest Buckner. I think the Colts come out on top, only favored by three, though, over under at 51.5. I think it'll be a good game with Indy taking the win. Next up, the Jamal Adams revenge game. The New York football Jets traveling to Seattle. Seattle favored by 13.5 points. Biggest spread of the weekend. Over under at 47 points. I think Jamal Adams might just blitz every play out of pure anger. So we'll see how that goes. This should be a get-right game for Seattle. And they need it. Russell Wilson needs to get whatever happened against the Giants out of his system. As their next three games after this one are at Washington, home for Rams, at 49ers. So three good defenses after this. They'll really need that if they want to make a good playoff push. Currently the five seed in the NFC at 8-4. and four. I think they win this game. I would stay away from that spread though. Until Seattle gets a little bit more consistent, I think that we should just sit back and enjoy the circus that is a Seattle Seahawks game.
Falcons at Chargers, a battle to see who can end up tragically losing at the end. Falcons favored by two, over under at 49. I, I don't get it. Justin Herbert is amazing. Give him points at home. I will take that. Chargers win easy. Our Sunday night game this week, for my money, would be the best game of the week. Pittsburgh traveling to Buffalo. Look, I think we all thought that Pittsburgh was not as good as an undefeated team should be. I think anybody outside of a Pittsburgh fan felt good watching them lose last week. Buffalo favored by two and a half, over under at 48. I think Buffalo continues Pittsburgh's losing streak here. Josh Allen appears to be a good example of somebody getting hot at the right time. And with the Steelers down to their third string middle linebacker, I think those passes to Cole Beasley out of the slot and Josh Allen's mobility might be a little bit too much for Pittsburgh's defense to overcome. We finished the week with Baltimore traveling to Cleveland. Cleveland probably for the first time in a long time having some justified confidence right now. Baltimore favored by two and a half, over under at 47. Look, this is obviously a must-win game for Baltimore, but if Cleveland can deploy a similar defensive scheme that they gave the Titans last week and keep playing with that same confidence, I think Cleveland wins here. All right, that was short and sweet. We covered week 14. Hopefully next week we can have a little bit more time, maybe dive into some fantasy stuff, maybe talk a little NBA. But for now, you can find me on Twitter, Sports R Friend. That's sports, the letter R, friend. Enjoy the week 14 slate, and remember, sports are supposed to be fun.